0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort.
1: This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Monday Scramble podcast. Jay Coffin here alongside my trusty cohorts. Do I, do I call you? I mean,
3: there are so many things I could call you. Wanna, you wanted to use a different word. Than I, will,
2: I will go. Uh, yeah, amigos, knobs, buddies. I mean, there are many things that I, could, that I could call you. We'll stick with trusty cohorts. Will Gray, Randall Mellon, Ryan Lavner in here on Monday Scramble podcast. Got a lot to get to this week. First of all, we're going to have to start with Phil Mickelson, right? So we'll talk a little bit about Phil and. Him doing what he did at Pebble Beach, we'll follow up a little bit with Roy McElroy and Jordan Spieth in action this week at Riviera. And then we are 50 days away until the Masters, which does not seem possible, but 50 days it is nonetheless. So Let's get right into Phil right off the top, all right? So Phil Mickelson, windless drought, I mean there's so many different ways to go with Phil. First of all, Will, I'll go with you. You were out there the whole week. I mean, there were, I don't think there were a whole lot of expectations, right? I played all right in, in Phoenix, and everything. I don't think there were a whole lot of expectations, but the dude just grinded like crazy. I think he took five years off his life at Pebble this week and, week and still had a chance, but then his short game let, let him down at the end. What, what's your take on just Phil in general?
3: Yeah, I think that there were a little bit of expectations just because he was playing well, and he's come to a place where he's won four times before. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of ratchets things up a little bit. But you're right; he kind of played himself into position. To all of a sudden, we're on Saturday night. He's got a two-shot lead, yeah. and then the pressure was on. And then he's calling in swing coach Andrew Getzen, and he's trying to keep tinkering at <laughs> things after he shot at 66. Uh, although it was, as you said, a scrappy 66, he only hit nine of 18 greens. Uh, you know, it's disappointing for Phil. He said it as much that, that he didn't win, but I still think there's a lot of positives, and it's it's just more fun when Phil Mickelson is in the mix on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote in the
1: written version of the Monday Scramble <laughs> that this was just too much too soon for Phil at this stage. Don't forget where we were two and a half months ago. He, he, just sh- switched he should have
3: won. He should have won this tournament. He should should have won this tournament whether yeah. you go from this ball strike he hit nine greens the last two rounds that's, that's go, not whether, whether you success. start on the on the the first tee on Sunday or even going into the turn once a couple guys made some moves he, he tried to bobble it away on the front nine and then he birdies eight and he's still all of a sudden back in and you're like all right I guess he's gonna be okay so I get what you're saying but don't lose sight of the fact that he still blew this tournament
1: Look, this was the first 54 hole lead that he had since Marion mm-hmm. that was nearly three years ago the guy just doesn't have experience anymore in this department he needs to knock off the rust and he's he felt nervous the first time probably since the back night of the PGA in 2014 so I'm not all that surprised that he gave it away I still think this was a huge step in the right direction for him
0: if you throw out that everyone's reminding him every time (laughs) he reads something that he's gonna be 46 this summer and that he hasn't won in two and a half years if you throw that out and you just look at wow he's finished third and second early in the year he's already rounding in the Masters form which is all that matters but but that other stuff does matter, too, that two and a half years without a win. And also missing a, a five-foot putt with a championship on the line. That's rattling around your head for a while, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, and that's the thing that stands out with me, too, is just, crying, uh,
2: you know, like we said, t- just took years off his life on that back night on Sunday, right? And then does what he does on 16 and 17, to stand on 18 T, and then you think oh, sorry, Von Taylor, this is just not going to end well with you because there's no way he's not making four. And there's no way that when the two of them are in, in a Phil, playoff... Phil has more career wins at Pebble than Von than Taylor Von Ta- had in yeah. his entire
1: career. Double, yeah. double as
2: many. And, and so you just think that's it on that 18th tee. Well, we know how this is going to end because Phil's somehow going to slap it around, make four, and then they get into the playoff. Him against Von Taylor, it's just not a fair fight. But it right. didn't even get that far. And I, I mean, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying, Lav, too. It's like he's sort of rusty with... With the lead, but he is still Phil Mickelson, and he has more experience with, it, with that than anybody else. Almost in, in the in,
1: in the top, the rest of the top ten. I just don't think his game is quite there yet. Yeah, like, it's he's clearly, still, clearly. still a little bit too too scratchy. I think the kiss of death was obviously. In, first, he didn't talk to the media on Saturday. He didn't want to have some some negative thoughts come in, and then secondly, flying your swing coach out. For yeah, an emergency session in the morning pretty, of the was, final round, that shows you he had some serious concerns about where his game is. That even had a chance to win this well, he to had, me was was impressive.
3: He had been tinkering all week. He switched drivers, so he comes in off of Phoenix. So he's th- very uncomfortable, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah so so yeah. It's, I'm saying that he it wasn't. That, right? Yeah, it wasn't anything it. new on Saturday. It's not like everything was perfect, and then he gets to Saturday, and he's like, whoa, we need to change up. I mean, he finished 11th in Phoenix and still switched his driver for the first round at Spyglass. That didn't work, he swapped that back out, so Friday goes to Monterey, says, well now it's the three-wood, that I had a new three-wood for two days, and we just pull that one out. So he was, even up until Saturday, he was making some changes. My thought, going back to the whole pressure thought with Phil, is that it got ratcheted up because of the competition. He's playing with Hiroshi Iwata, Sun Kang is coming, you know, down the, the backstretch. Curtis, stretch Blake's there. Is Curtis Blake, Freddie Jacobson, I mean, Freddie Jacobson and place have won on tour before, but this was not a murderer's row chasing down Phil Mickelson yeah. like we saw at Valhalla. And that, I think, ratcheted up the pressure a little bit and maybe caused him to flinch a bit.
2: All right, Randy, so we'll go ahead. You have
1: something? I, I certainly, I see that. I, I think that incorporating a swing change is one thing, and it takes some time to get used to that. Sure. And I think once you put yourself in the cauldron of trying to win a tournament for the first time since 2013 just is another thing entirely and I think that's yeah. what really was, was weighing that. him down. The
0: final. That. With him it's always a matter of where's his confidence at but is there anybody in the game who's Confidence seems to be immune to their form, the way that it is with Phil. Yeah, really. So that's where, Randy, where I want to go with you. You know,
2: I mean, we've talked about Phil, you know, a lot on, on this show and just in general earlier this year, because of everything that is Phil, and he's such a big draw, but you know, a month ago we we're talking about can he make the Ryder Cup team and can he find form as we're heading to the Masters. Here we're going to talk about the Masters a little bit more later. But we're 50 days away from the Masters. This is this is, as to your point, a good sign for Phil as we're only 50 days away from the Masters, right, Randy?
0: Yeah, I would I would definitely say that if. if... If he's focused just on where he is at this point leading into the Masters yeah. and, and forgets all yeah. the other things. He starts to be ahead of the ball game exactly. where he thought he would be. Yeah, versus if he's missed uh, three of the last four cuts, but he's had a third and a second. So he has to be encouraging. He, he did seem, you know, he was bent over there like he was going to lose his lunch at the yeah. end, but, <laughs> but he has to walk off um, feeling that he's going in the right direction.
1: If the Masters starts this week, he would be. Three on the short list of contenders. No, top top no. five.
3: Oh, I, I don't know. You can put okay. that. on. Okay, Rory Spieth, Rory he's, he's still lot I would still, I put, I put Ricky ahead yeah, of him. And Jason sure. Day and
1: Bubba. Right, top right. top top five list of contenders, and you wouldn't ten. have you wouldn't have seen that in the fall.
2: Yeah, and and right. so if he continues and he even has any sort of form in the next month and a half,
1: you know, Phil's, I mean, Phil's putting a lot better than he has also in the. Past couple yes. of years, so it was only.
3: It's, hard to, yeah, to it's, stretch hard, stretch. it's hard to picture yeah. that. Seeing yeah.
2: what he did on 18, but you're right. He was.
3: Right? He was not. He was what 23 of 23 inside yeah. seven feet until that yeah. putt. Yeah. I think that, first of all, you have to know that this bit of scar tissue that got created at Pebble Beach is going to make the next time more difficult. It's going to mm-hmm. increase the pressure when he gets close to the lead. Self doubt. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, this, this performance, and really this whole West Coast stretch, it switched my vote. I did not come into this year think that Phil was going to win a tournament this season. And now I do. Same. I think, Me too. I think, yeah. I think Rex. exactly what I
1: think. We had a punch out on golfshow.com. I think Rex was the only one who said that Phil was going to win a tournament this year. Randy well,
0: I said he, was, he would win a tournament, but he wouldn't win a major. All right, well, you, you get, think you get that, more credit think than that. we yeah, 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 yeah. I still think that, too. I mean,
2: it, and, you know, maybe multiple is it, but, you know, if he wins a tournament and is in contention another two or three times, yeah. the He's dude's on the him.
3: Ryder Cup team. I think he's on it right now anyway. Well, so I, I, yeah. well, I, you there's think so. Of, there, exactly. There's a lot of, a lot you know, of golf we mean, play. It could,
2: it could get sideways and you could have some he other guys. I, I think so, too.
3: He, he's up in the points. Don't forget those points from the Masters last year. County exactly. When a lot of guys exactly. didn't bank it's any points five. in yeah. the off points, year. Though, is yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. So let's pay off the winner, the guy who actually did win, Vaughn Taylor. All right, Will. So, again, you were out there the entire week following the, the saga. All the different courses, the celebrities, you were rubbing elbows with Justin Timberlake and Marky. Mark, and I Marky mean, I, I don't even know who you are anymore. Well, I know. Uh, so, so let's give a little bit of love to <laughs> Von Taylor and just how great that story is and how big of a, de- a deal it is for the ultimate. You know, when you look up Journeyman Pro, this guy is, he's that guy. Yeah,
3: he's totally that guy. 39 years old, hasn't won in 11 years, doesn't have any. Tour status this season, he finished 151st, with would have gotten him some conditional status. He was first alternate to start this week, mm-hmm. and he almost didn't play because last week he was in the Web.com tour in Columbia losing his lunch. He thought Phil was looking like he was <laughs> bent over. He was, he, literally, he, he puking. was literally puking <laughs> in a hospital or in an ambulance at the Web.com tour event, which was as far from the winner's circle as you can get uh you know this is a guy who two years ago almost died in a river he got in a a boating accident he's clinging to an inflatable tackle box trying to get out of the savannah river it just gave him all sorts of perspective he said that he lost it he lost confidence he lost his game he didn't think that he would ever get back to winning on the pga tour he just wanted to get a card and and even this week going into have
2: a tour tour bag
3: yeah, he didn't have a tour bag because he, didn't, he went to play in Panama and Colombia on the web.com tour and didn't want to incur the 50-pound baggage fees. So he brought the, the, the kickstand bag with him. But he said even on Sunday, all I wanted was a top 10. He said, I want a top 10. I want to go play at Riviera next week. Otherwise, he was going to drive down the coast for the Monday qualifier, and now his whole world has changed.
0: When's the last time a guy has won on tour with a carry-on bag? Is it, has that ever happened
3: Yeah, you've got to go back. There have been a couple of guys I that was contended. tell. an amateur. It could be. It's been Here's long.
0: another question. Yeah. Do you think another player ranked behind Tiger Woods can win uh, this year? <laughs> yeah, in the world yeah. ranking?
3: Yeah. It's,
1: it's <laughs> I, I, think it's you, I think you also have to have per, perspective here. I mean, this was the best PGA Tour event of 2016 so far when you look at the field. Yeah, Six uh, of the top, top, top nine team. in the field, and then you have a player who is 447 in the world ranking do it. So the perspective here is that, yes, it's great to see these stars win, and it, it makes our job more exciting, but it's also refreshing to see... A journeyman's right. life completely changed exactly with right. one great weekend where he shot 67-65 on the weekend. Yeah, we don't
2: yeah. have those Q school stories anymore that we used to—the six rounds and the repair man that just dusted it off and had the dream and anything, you know—and and probably, you know, the better part of the golf population was pretty bummed when Phil Mickelson missed that putt on eighteen. Hey, me included. But you know what? Even though there's not a lot of name recognition with Von Taylor, he did play on a Ryder Cup. He was pretty good ten years ago. Worst,
1: worst Ryder Cup team ever, but well, sure. still there. The but hey, but he What's was on right, it. Wait, the hey, what's we're what doing these days? But you
2: know what? There's still good stories to be had, even when there's guys without good name recognition. So, yeah, we don't have the Q School and that, but this is our Cinderella story. We still get a handful of these
1: a year, and it's it's pretty cool. Just just look at his wife's reaction. She was yeah. sobbing uncontrollably. He yeah,
2: got a little he dusty behind it, 18. I'll tell you talking
1: to he her. How could you blame her? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. All
2: right, we'll talk a little bit about the Masters coming up in just a little bit. Reminder, 50 days out to the Masters. But let's talk. Let's look forward this week to to Northern Trust. And Riviera, we got another good. We're getting good fields every week, right? I mean, you've got a, a handful of top players. These guys are good, Jay. Just about every week, so we've got another. We've got Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy, uh, first PGA Tour event of the year. Um, expectations in general. I mean, just another good tournament, good field at yeah. a good golf course.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's going to be be fun to tune in. I know we got Rex out there on site all week, but I, my expectations are high for Spieth specifically. Uh, he kind of didn't. As long as he doesn't get pouty. As long as he doesn't get pouted yet. Yeah, be- he was, I, I was impressed by his introspection there with with coming off of Saturday's round where he almost missed the cut. And he said, listen, I have been dogged the last couple of weeks because I thought it was always going to be as easy as it was in Hawaii. Huh. That he said, I walked out in Hawaii yeah. and we shot 6.78 under. It wasn't that tough. I'm making everything, hitting the ball great. And I go to these other tournaments and, and it is taking me a while to realize it's not going to be that easy. And then he went out and shot a pretty easy 66 <laughs> on Sunday. So maybe it is that easy for Jordan Speed, But this is a course that he loves, this is a course that he has some great memories on from the 2012 NCAAs that I'm sure Lavner uh, remembers quite well, and I really think he's going to have a big week.
1: Yeah, I'd be shocked if he didn't contend this week, to be honest with you. I think you can take a lot of confidence from the 66 on Sunday at Pebble. You mentioned it last year he was one shot out of that playoff with with DJ and James Hahn and Paul Casey it was one shot there. Obviously he won the, helped Texas win the national title there in 2012. So this is one of his top five courses, as he, as he tweeted. Uh, yesterday, I would I would anticipate that he's going to play well.
0: Tough, tough greens to hit, some of the toughest greens to hit on tour, and some of the toughest to putt. That that plays right into his hands too, doesn't it?
3: Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, talk, ratchet up the difficulty. Let's talk a numbers.
2: little bit about Rory. It's the first time we're going to see him in the states. We see him a little bit, a little bit overseas, and you know, as we are fifty days out to the Masters, Rory's going to be you know, at the top of that top three list of people, you know, that we're going to look at. So he's kind of, look, I mean, we've seen enough from him, but he's kind of got to get it going just, to, just a little bit here now that he's, he's back in the States, right? He's,
1: he's shown a familiar pattern with these first yeah. couple European tour events. He's kind of middle of the Treading pack. water. Kind of falls yeah. off the pace early and then kind of rebounds on the weekend and backdoors the top 10 out of it. My expectations aren't all that high for, for Riviera, though. It's, it's a course that, course knowledge tends to, Tends to favor a little bit, even though Spieth is obviously the exception to that rule. But, you know, I think his his ball striking certainly got to be on if he wants to contend this week.
3: Yeah, I think, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of pressure on Rory this week. He has said he, he added this event largely because he wanted to see the course. He's never played Riviera before. and It's like a bonus. Yeah. yeah, and I really think that when we're looking to you know, talk about Masters and how guys are playing, I look much more, I put much more weight on the Florida events for him to see how he plays there. Bay Hill, Doral, Honda, certainly, um, than necessarily what he does this week. He, you know, he could miss the cut, he could top ten here, and I still think either way, you're going down to PGA National, and that's when things are going to get interesting for Rory.
2: Yeah, right. The only way that we, there starts to be cause for concern if he shows up and shoots a couple of 75s and has the weekend off, and even or if he gets then, a toothache. it's fake like, if it gets a toothache or something, just something weird happens. I think, we'd, you know, we, we may have a little something to talk about next week on this show. But anything other than that, I think it's just, as you mentioned, about a nice top 20 finish, go out and make the weekend and shoot a couple of nice scores on the weekend on a great place. And He's also getting competitive floor. reps,
1: too, which yeah. is something that we haven't said in the last couple of years. He seemed like he was under-golfed heading into Augusta and whether now he's adding Riviera and he's going to play Bay Hill again. He's got the match play yeah. now, which is guaranteed three rounds before the Masters. I think it's I think it's certainly a... A positive thing for him.
2: All right, let's move on to the to the Masters a little bit. All right, we've been talking about we talked about Phil and expectations there a little bit, a little more now than they were, you know, five days ago, six days ago. Um, we're 50 days away right now. I mean, and so much is going to so much is going to change, but we kind of know what the biggest storylines are going to be today, and they're probably going to be similar in 50 days from now, almost no matter what happens, right? You're going to look right at the top of the rankings, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to go Rory, uh, is we're going to go Spieth, one, yeah. we're going to go Spieth, number and then we're story. probably going to go Rory, right, because we're still talking about the career slam and yeah. then we're, gonna, we're throwing in Bubba and Ricky and Jason Day, right? I mean, is there, an, is there anything over these next six weeks, these next 50 days, that is going to give us any different storylines that, that we think of? It's still all going to be about those top dogs, right?
1: I'd like to see Jason Day do a little bit more than, than he has Augusta. He's, he's already had, he has a good track record there. I mean, it mm-hmm. seems like a perfect golf course for him. He's so long, he hits it so high. He's a very streaky putter. He has a good short game. Sounds like a recipe for success at Augusta, and he has played that way. But, Well you are out there last week. He hasn't done all that much to start 2016, which is a little well, bit disappointing. Why was it a backdoor Hawaii top was, ten? It was just very rusty. Obviously, he had the flu yeah. at the tournament. I was covered yeah. at Torrey Pines. and. Last week, it was just kind of quiet. He
3: had he had some interesting comments, This just a little bit aside from the Masters, but he talked on Wednesday's press conference about going back to winning the PGA and winning the BMW Championship, getting to number one in the world, and he said, I woke up the next day and I felt exactly the same. And in the back of my mind, you're thinking, it's a little too much like David Duvall. I don't think that anyone needs to hit the panic button in that regard just yet, but it was very telling where he's like, listen, it just, you know, I get up and I'm a normal guy and it hasn't changed my life. And Everything like that, but it's—I don't necessarily sense the the burning desire in him right now that we saw at Whistling Straits, that we saw coming down the FedEx Cup playoffs. He certainly has time to ratchet that up and get it there before we get down Magnolia Lane. But it was just interesting to hear him say, like, you know, I got to number one, and, and so what, it was 27
1: years for a goal, yeah. and then when you realize it, you're like, huh. All right, I'm at the top of the mountain. All right, now where are we going next? Now week? what? Yeah, and he, took to all,
2: he took off more time than just about all those other top players during the during the off. He actually yeah. had a true offseason, right? Well, so okay. when he came back in top ten, backdoor top ten in Hawaii. That was a bonus right there because he hadn't played a whole hell of a lot of golf in yeah. you know close to close to three months. But and he and he's typically a guy that's more towards the Tiger schedule. You know, he's not going to play. He's not going to play. He the fewest event. number of events of any it's player exactly in the top right. ten. Well, so also, but now again, I'm, again, not hitting the panic button, but, you know, we're six weeks away from one that I know he was going to be yeah. licking his chops on. Kind of pick it up a little bit.
3: He he took that time off because his wife was giving birth yeah, to the kid. So yeah. it makes sense. But he also had a little date with LeBron. He had the date with LeBron, which went awry. But he also said in that same press conference at Pebble that he said, and this is something I hadn't thought about until he brought it up, He's like I'm in a different life place than the three guys I'm chasing. Ricky Rory Jordan, you guys are they're three all bachelor's. They're three, yeah, they're all single, no kids, they don't it's just and there's it's not a right or wrong, but it's like this is just, just different. different. Yeah. That I have you know, my life is different, my life off the course, what I do with my time, it's I I just don't have the the time and, and effort and resources to just go and just 100% golf yeah. all the time that those guys do.
2: All right, so Randy aside from the, those top guys, the top 4 or 5 guys right there, over the next six weeks, is there anybody? I mean, is there anybody that needs to kind of get it moving, or you you kind of want to see a little something from as we get down to maybe a, a Dustin Johnson type who hasn't really done much to speak of? I mean, is there anybody that we're not thinking of? I mean, the stories do—they don't write themselves. I know you guys work very hard. I'm not trying to throw that <laughs> aside, but but the the topics when we get to the Masters are usually fairly obvious. Who else over these next six weeks needs to kind of get it in gear to? for us to be able to talk about a little bit more.
0: Yeah, over the years we've seen that Augusta National is the kind of place where the usual s- suspects emerge. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, former winners like Adam Scott, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who's won there can usually find his way back into contention, but you're waiting to see a little bit more from Adam to see if, if he's still got it there. And also, you know, a guy like uh, Charles Schwartzel who won once there, yeah. uh, just won overseas, and. Um, you know, had that remarkable four birdie finish, which didn't Jason Day one of his mm-hmm. one of the years he had two years he had an arm in that green jacket, wasn't that one of them yep. where he where he didn't get it? So those would be two guys, uh, and you know, Bubba, he, he maybe he, yeah. Bubba's in this every other year winning now. Yep. It's twelve and fourteen. And the, and the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, they're so ready to go. those are some guys you, that I would be thinking about.
1: Dustin for me is is a guy who perhaps can. Get back in the swing of things this week. When you look at Riviera, four top fives here since 2010. It's certainly a ballpark that he tends to fare well. But it seems like he's forgotten that he's one of the top ten players. It's just His A game clearly isn't there right now. He was outside the top 40 last week at Pebble, and that's usually a safe haven for him playing alongside Wade, Wayne Gretzky there. To me, Dust is just so maddening, and he's been that <laughs> way since 2010. Yeah. But a guy with that much physical talent should not be lost, and that's where I think he is right now.
2: Well, then he's got Doral, too, coming up, too. Maybe some some decent vibes around Doral. But you're right. I mean, he kind of needs a kick in, the, kick in the shorts here pretty soon. Anybody else? Will, I mean, any other? When we just talk about Masters in general, I mean, you know, we haven't talked about it much. Not that far away. Anything else that's kind of popping up off the off the radar a little bit
3: um I don't know how far off the radar I always just go back to Sergio as much fun as a Phil Mickelson's storyline is Sergio and the majors Augusta. are just it's just awesome and he, so he
0: can't win at Augusta can he no. I mean he's uh, that's points. the point he's that's good. the whole point he he can. yeah
3: that's the whole point but you get him up there and and see what he's doing just show a little spark in these in these first couple it's, weeks fleeting it's fleek, torture
0: it? to see him playing well there because he's just kicking himself about oh I can't do it that's
3: part part of what makes it (laughs) what makes it great what makes our Jobs, interesting when well, the stories. Right. All
2: right, let's
0: know. Let's
2: uh, let's sort of wrap it up with this. The uh, the uh, the PGA Tour announced that uh, East is going to switch nines, front nine, back nine, for the Tour Championship and everything. You know, maybe to the general public, not that big of a deal, but you know, to the golf fan or the hardcore fan, realizes they've always ended on that par three just about every time. Doesn't happen a whole hell of a lot in golf in in general sort of anticlimactic a lot of, you know, you, you may have somebody lose it by making four more than you're going to have somebody win it by making it two, you know, so be able to switch it and now be able to end with a par five. Good. I mean, it seems like a kind of a no brainer. They've actually been talking about this for a couple years. Yeah, I actually I think, think this, is, gotta go this is a
1: good move. I mean, that was such a boring finishing hole for not just the tour championship, but the whole FedEx Cup season. to See it come down to a 235 yard par three isn't, isn't all that great. Now you look at the last four holes, these new these new back nine holes at East. Like it's going to be the par three with the peninsula green. It's going to be a short par four seventh. It's going to be a, a birdieable eighth. And then now nine is a reachable par five. It had more than half the field since 2008 going for that green and two. So I think you're going to see birdies, maybe even an eagle to win the tour championship and perhaps the $11 million bonus and not just a bogey.
0: For viewers tuning in in the last two hours of the tournament, it'll seem like they're playing a different golf course, right? It's a little different yeah.
3: view. I think that it was, it wasn't the fact that it was ending on a par three, it was that it was ending on a boring par three. I mean, if you look at the only other course on tour that does that is Greenbrier, and that is a short par three. You got Jim Justice waving around his money. Well, yeah, that's I mean, right. It's, if it's
2: 145 yards, or yeah, something, you got, 135, yeah, there, it's 135. There are a, it's no birdies. Guys are it
3: to 40 feet and two putting, and it's like, come on, what are we doing here? So I, I think it's good.
2: All right. Before we wrap it up, let's just take a quick look at everything that's on tap uh, coming up this week on in golf. There we talked about the Northern Trust Open out in California. We have Rory and Jordan Spieth both in action, and plus a host of other good ones. Fred Couples will be out there as well. There you see the European Tours in Malaysia this week. That's all on Golf Channel. As well as the women are in Australia, and I believe Lydia Coes at that one again. Is that correct? Defending right? champ. Yeah, defending defending coming champion. Coming off a victory, there. coming off a victory, a pretty good victory that you can read about on GolfChannel.com because Randy, Randy wrote nicely about it. So I think that wraps it. I've got, I have nothing else to say. I'm I'm parched. You done with the knobs here? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. done with the knuckleheads, <laughs> the amigos, the
3: musketeers, whatever. Uh, possibly Freddie Couples' last Northern Trust Open as a competitor.
2: You know some Is
3: is that it? It's it's been discussed. about. Is that right?
2: How come I haven't read that on GolfChannel.com? Because
3: I was busy writing about it. Breaking news news on the Monday Scramble podcast. (laughs) All
2: right, that wraps it up for this edition of the Monday Scramble podcast. For Ryan and Randy and Will, I'm Jay Coffin. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us.